Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the blue hologram, south of the sun, somewhere in the veil between heaven and hell, it's Peace Men's, hosted by Dr. Kimberly. Thank you for joining. Visit the website at peacemeds.com. The show is sponsored by Ghoul Be Gone. Go to ghoultheleatherbegone.com to find out more about this one-of-a-kind product. Intro music is by Carl Newton. Now, Dr. Kimberly. Well, there we go. <laughs> Still shaking the dust off this software. Wouldn't you know it. February 25th. 2012 was the last time I did a show. It's been five years, 2017. And I've had a lot of people tell me, Kimberly, I want you back on Talk to You. Kimberly, I want to hear your podcast again. Kimberly, bring it back. Bring it back. And I looked the other day, and I'm still getting up to 500 downloads a week, and I haven't done a show in five years. So I'm thinking, okay, time to bring it back. I've been working on so many things. The website is no longer Peace Meds, by the way. The website is temporalcore.com. I've started getting out into the world and teaching classes, um, doing all sorts of beautiful products. I've taken over the ESP Botanicals line, and that's organic skincare. So between the classes and the skincare, I think I'm busy. But here I am. I'm back. I missed it. Talk she was so much fun. I made so many cool friends from the time I podcasted years ago that are still in my world. I still have their phone numbers. I call them. I talk to them. They call me. They talk to me. It's pretty cool the way Internet has completely reshaped our lives. I mean, I was talking to somebody today. Do you remember back when... You kept everybody's number in a book, and if you had to call long distance, it cost money per minute, so you made those calls quickly. Our world has so opened up. It is so nice. Let's see. Some of the classes I'm teaching, I want to talk to you all about that. I'm starting to teach a psychic abilities class. Now, this class is so much fun. And every time I teach it, it's different. I have a list of things that I can pull from and I shape the class to fit the students. If I have people that are more air or more water or what they're looking for and what they want to achieve. And so it's a one-day class. It's very intense. I'll have you doing things that you'll be like, no, I can't do it. And I'll just look at you and say, no, you're doing it now. And you do it. And you're amazed. It's it's pretty exciting. So that's been a good class. I've started teaching a bunch of other classes. I'm working on a whole bunch of new classes. 
one that I'm really excited about. I've really gotten into this whole age reversal you thing thing because I am now, oh my gosh, yes, 50 years old, 5 oh my gosh. If you notice, the picture changed. I no longer have bleach blonde hair. I'm a brunette now. That would be my natural color. <laughs> oh, still just as uh, brassy as ever. So I've really been working on the age reversal techniques. I have to say they're working. And in a couple of months, I should have a class put together that you can download and you can do some of these age reversal techniques at home. And then I also still do the Curandera using ceremony once every year, which you can join me and it doesn't, you don't have to be present. You can do it at your own place as long as you can get up and walk in a circle somewhere. Also working on building a healing bed. Now, I don't want to really give away too much on this healing bed, but I can tell you that there is nothing else out there like it. Period. Nothing. It was last October. I was sitting at a friend's house, and I started getting this download. This is the mothership. This is what you've got to create. You've got to make it happen. So I'm sitting there with friends, and all of a sudden I have to kind of check out, and I just said, do you all have some paper and a pen? Because the information's coming in, and it's coming in now, and it's coming in fast. I had to go in the other room, and I took about an hour and a half, and I drew some notes, and, and oh, my Lord, I have a team. Do you hear me? I have a team. It's not just me. One of my friends came over to my house. I started building it, and he's looking at it, and uh, this is a friend I've known ever since high school. And he said, oh, my gosh, Kimberly, you've always been into so many weird, strange things. What are you doing? (laughs) I said, well, I'm building a a mothership, a healing bed, and it's going to involve light and sound and vibration and color and frequency, and and it's going to help people heal. I've been doing a whole lot of reading on things like this. That really does help people heal. I said, yeah, it does. And, and so he said, I'm in. <laughs> so that was the first one on board. And then I knew who I was going to call to write the music. And I called him the day after Christmas. And he said, my spirit guides told me you were going to be calling. So what's the project? <laughs> so he's on board. And last week, my two engineers met each other for the first time, and then I had two of my girlfriends pop over at the same time. And so they got to see the girls getting on and off the mothership and the logistics of what I was attempting to explain. It really made things move forward, and the two girls that got on the table... Uh, Craig had written one of the pieces of music that I requested. And I got to say, it's so beautiful working with him. I don't have to speak muggle. I told him exactly what I wanted the music to do, and he understood. 
he was able to communicate with me on my level about what we want the music to do. Well, the two girls that got on, within three minutes, they were out of body. When one of them got off the table, she told me her shoulder had really been hurting and that she could immediately feel all the energy going to her shoulder. And she said, I felt it for a good 30 minutes after, and now my shoulder feels better. Now, we only have this mothership about 18% complete. Whoa! Hello. That is going to be something interesting. So, y'all, stay tuned. Keep up to date. I'm probably going to do something on Indiegogo and let the first one or two people that want to invest in this do so at a much more reasonable price so we've got a little money to get some things rolling because that's the only thing that's, you know, what is the only thing that keeps anything slowed down? Cash on hand. So I need to do some manifest and I don't need to do anything. I need, the only thing I have to do is breathe. I need to allow the universe to manifest the cash to make it happen. So it's part of why I'm putting it out there to y'all. Somebody out there is going to want, to want one of these beds. Somebody's going to want it at a much more reasonable price. If you're one of those people, talk to me. We might can totally forego India Go Go. Been working with a big website, MayanHealers.com. And, oh wow, these are some beautiful people. Beautiful people. Studied under a lady named Star Fuente. I recently have moved up to Hot Springs, and this is where I met Star. Star is quite possibly one of the most interesting humans on this planet. She's Mensa smart. You're not going to get a thing past her. And if there's any subject you want to talk about, she already knows it. She's done it. She's been there. She can educate you. She has taught me verbiage for what it is I do. I had no idea that I was dimensionally traveling when I did my healing. I didn't have that verbiage. Not only did she give me that verbiage, she taught me exactly what dimensions I was traveling to. And since I learned that I was traveling these dimensions, she opened the door to what other dimensions there are out there, and and now I can access them as well. So working with Star, I've learned how to use sacred geometry as a language and color. I've done firewalk. Helped her with an exorcism class. We've done a whole lot together. So she has helped me with the vernacular. I go back and I listen to the shows that were five years ago and I realize I still had a lot of learning to do. And I'm sure I still have a whole lot more learning to do. But the things that I've learned and the things I'm fixing to bring to the table are so much better than what they were five years ago. So I welcome back my old friends and I say hello to new friends. And tonight we're just dusting off the software, 
making sure everything works before I start doing a quote-unquote real show. I pulled up some news articles, some odd news. I thought we could go there for a minute. And some of these are really strange. And all the things that we've been talking about for years all of a sudden become true with this one article. And it says, Psychic spoon vendor Yuri Geller convinced CIA. That's a big headline. So the self-proclaimed psychic Yuri Geller and his telepathic abilities were tested by the CIA according to newly published documents. Now I'm getting this from uh, news.sky.com. Famed for his spoon-building skills, Geller underwent a week of experiments at Stanford Research Institute in 1973. Details of this top-secret test form part of the 800,000 declassified CIA documents put online. Totaling around 13 million pages, the Geller test formed part of the Stargate program, which investigated psychic powers and looked into how such abilities could be weaponized by the CIA. Over the course of eight days, Geller was subjected to various experiments conducted by scientists, including image and word tests. During the experiment, a scientist would pick a word at random from the dictionary before drawing a picture of that word and sticking it on the door of the, of the sealed room in which Geller was placed. He would then be asked to draw the same image using his paranormal powers to sense the picture created by the examiner. Successful tests included felt-tip pen sketches of a solar system, a bunch of grapes, and a swan. Despite other less successful results, the CIA concluded as a result of Geller's success in this experiment, we consider that he has demonstrated his paranormal perception ability in convincing and in a convincing and unambiguous manner. The cache of documents were declassified after a two-year campaign of freedom of information activists in a lawsuit against the CIA. Others release papers, other release papers include the recipe for invisible ink and information about UFOs. Canceled in 1998 due to negligible results, the Stargate project never provided an quote unquote, never provided an adequate basis for actionable intelligence operations. Okay, so Geller was tested, let me scroll back here. Geller was tested in 1973. And they say the program was canceled in 1998. So for that that time, almost 30 years, they were researching psychic abilities and how they could be weaponized. Now, while the information was previously available for public viewing, it could only be viewed at one of the four computers in a library at the National Archives in Maryland. I'm feeling a road trip to Maryland coming on. Anybody else? Just wondering. Sounds like a good idea. 
we could be there for a long time looking over some of these things. The full archive is now available. Um, now it does say the full declassified archive, a search tool, is now available on the CIA library website. Interesting story, huh? Now, we already all knew this to be true. This is nothing new for most people and my friends, people that know me, people I hang out with, people I can conversate with. We know the CIA has been up to some very interesting things. The Stargate program? I seem to remember a little guy, I think his name was Dan Birchkoff. Dan Birchkoff? I'll Google it real quick. Uh, this little guy, not made to be, I say little guy because he was short, okay? Um, and he made some videos talking about the Stargate program. And the thing is, what was interesting that the show Stargate made an episode where they had a guy that was very similar looking to this guy and they made him out to be a complete nut job. And I'm like, that right there shows me that what this guy is saying is real if the entertainment industry is going to bother to mock him. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying, see I am trying, that means I am not doing I am looking up to see if I can find this guy. Of course, all I'm getting is Stargate, the show. Uh, anyway, I will find that link and I will post it somewhere. Who knows where. So, that was the first weird news. Another weird news. I've got pulled up. Now, this is from uh, Huffington, Huffington Post, and the story, I'm not going to go through the whole story, but it's five new creepypastas that will start your 2017 off wrong. Because creepy is good. Now, this one goes, feeds back into the first story a little bit with things that some of us already know. And this is talking about the Harbinger experiment. Experiments gone wrong are classic creepypasta setup with the Russian sleep experiment being an all-timer. The Harbinger experiment is in the same vein, telling the story of a, an occult-loving scientist named Zimmerman who set out to test and observe the effects of extended isolation on the human mind. Because you know, what could go wrong with that? Obviously, everything is not as it seems. And we find out that Zimmerman's experiment is all about trapping evil spirits in human bodies. Again, what could go wrong with that? For a little taste of horror, here's a few words from the story's ending. Okay. It's kind of creepy. Hang on. I pray that none of you ever have to see the evil I have seen. I hope 
you all get to live in ignorance of what lies beyond the veil of what we can understand. It's here now. I can feel its black eyes burning into me just as I could all those years ago. Take a minute. Let that sink in. You know, I joke about being in the veil between heaven and hell. Well, I am. I've helped people. I've helped people with exorcisms. So many people. And some of the things I've been doing in the past five years since I've been gone is I've been going to shows and I've been speaking. I've been having excellent experiences meeting lots of people. But it never fails that when I'm speaking, I'm going to end up doing some healing sessions. And it almost always never fails that some of those healing sessions are going to end up into exorcism right there in front of everybody and God. And it's interesting to watch the crowd when this happens because at some of the shows I'm going to, such as Angels and Aliens and Gift of Life, you have people in the crowd that, well, they can see too. And so they see what just happened. And they see this entity, this darkness that was on this person leaving. And then the person on the stage is, their face changes. The shape of their face changes. They immediately come out with, I feel so much lighter. Like something is lifted. And Well, yeah, it has. It's actually left. So I look forward to looking into some of these Harbinger experiments and seeing what they brought forth. Because knowledge is power, my friend. Now, there's another interesting little story on here. It's about Disney. Oh, joy, Disney, right? But this kind of also circles back and feeds into what I was talking about earlier. All right, so this Disney story. Why not keep the evil Disney train rolling? Creepypasta lore loves to be loves to take beloved animals, animated characters, and suggest that, suggest that they went on adventures that are now banned from public consumption because they were just too screwed up for people to watch. One where SpongeBob SquarePants character Squidward sits on the edge of his bed and cries in tears is a notable one and Candle Cove even hints at this kind of thing. But the granddaddy of the genre is Suicide Mouth. Suggested that a part of this 1930s short short that showed an early era Mickey Mouse strolling down a black and white city street while dissident clanging music was played was cut from a home video release. Why? Get this, are you ready? because it supposedly had mind-altering properties, and watching it drove people to kill themselves. A Mickey Mouse. A 1930s Mickey Mouse. I'm going to go back. When was the Harbinger experiment? Does anybody know when the Harbinger experiment was? Just wondering. 
I bet you that was about 50s, 60s, because that's about when Russia was doing all those weird tests. So anyway, the blackness is in, folks. The darkness is in. The evil is on the planet. It's here. But we are in a place in space and time where we can elevate ourselves and we can rise and we can enlighten and it's easier than it has ever been before. So I just want y'all to remember to not feed the darkness. Just don't feed it. Don't give it any energy. Don't worry about what might happen. Leave the past in the past. Leave the future in the past. And just stay here. Stay now. Stay beautiful. And don't let this evil crap enter your life. Don't give it any room in your home. Do a protection shield over your front door and just say, you know, that you're not going to go to war with all the entities. Don't worry about all that. But just say that this is a shield and this is my home and this is a safe place. And no entities are welcome in this home. None. Guardian angels, of course, you know, your guardians, your entities, your spirit guides. But no harmful entities. Y'all got to wait outside. So if y'all are riding on my friends and my friends come over, y'all got to wait outside. You can't come in. Period. And you're free to enlighten yourself. There's so many different things you can do. And of course, you know, get the ghoul be gone. Just. Get it. Don't even think about it. Get it. Use it. It's great. It's wonderful. Period. Okay. So the sound, I'm going to go back to this Disney article where it's talking about this dissident music, which I haven't heard it yet, but I have a feeling it probably is like some weird jazz. But just watching this video with this quote-unquote, black-and-white, mind-altering properties drove people to suicide. This mothership healing bed that we're making, we are intentionally creating frequencies and vibrations that will drive you to healing. There's two wolves you can feed. You can feed the one that heals you, or you can feed the one that harms you. And you have that choice every day. You can either get a little bit better or you don't get a little bit better. And it's your choice every day. Let's see, Roro, are you there? Hello. I just unmuted. Hey, honey. Oh. Are you there? You can I hear me? I made you live. How are you? Uh, we're fine. I couldn't get on my phone. Okay. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm surprised by bringing you live, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa. Well, I'm doing really good. I've decided to go ahead and start podcasting again. It's been five years, and I just kind of had to get cool. in the swing of things. So this is a little bit of an impromptu show, but uh, I think it's working pretty well. Okay, 
cool. Yes, well, I found it very interesting. That you're part mm-hmm. of my transformational bath meditation group. Yeah. And now I know you want to go ahead and get the kit, so I know you haven't done it yet, but have you opened it up? Have you read it? Have you looked at it? Um, I kind of glanced over it. Um, I'm going to print it out because the text is just so small on my phone and I didn't open it with my computer. So I'll probably print right. it out tomorrow and read it. But, um, you know, what I glanced over sounds quite interesting. Um, and with the seals and all of that, you know. Well, I've been working with the Solomon Seals for a little over a year now. I mean, seriously working. I've been working with them for probably seven years. But that was just, that was playing. Uh, I wasn't working with them. I'm trying to hear, too. You can, you can, you were on speakers, though. I'm going to let you know. Okay. And so I've been working with them for a year. And all I can say is they've made a tremendous impact. I can feel their power. There, you know, this was King Solomon was like the most controversial person in the Bible. Yeah, he was an exorcist. He had wealth beyond imagination. He communicated with God in dreams and in meditation, and he was a very mystical man. He brought peace to the Middle East for 40 years, and that has not been accomplished since in, what, three, 4,000 years since he was... I don't think that will happen again in any of our lifetimes. Well, that's what I'm saying. 4,000 years, 3,000 years since Solomon was around, and that hasn't happened again. Yeah. He was a very powerful man. The the biggest part of his power, not just his faith, but his strength with God and his ability to do exorcisms and control demons. Okay. Instead of them controlling him or the population, he pretty much locked them down. So chaos could not reign. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, you know, I said that could happen again. (laughs) Right. Well, his seals are the work that he left behind, and they are very powerful. They have several different angelic languages. Mm -hmm. They're very, I teach a class that goes into each seal. Okay. When the seals are done right, they are extremely powerful. And so I look forward to you trying your bath and meditation and getting back to me and let me know how that works. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm excited to do it because, you know, I want to, I mean, I know it will help me get better with things also, you know, like me start to heal with some of the things that, you know, are going on right now even, you know, and it's going to help. For, you know, I just I have you know thoughts like it's gonna keep things at bay and help me to 
continue to heal on my own, well, with the help of the seals and with the help of, you know, the temporal core healing stuff that we learned and, you know, all of that kind right. of thing. Right, you work. Well, I will tell you this. The seal that I use in the ritual that you're trying, which is heal mm-hmm. all disease and pain, I had, I, you know, I had that mishap last year. I had a biopsy, and they told me, oh, well, you'll yes. be back at work tomorrow. No problems, no shakes, or not tomorrow, but in 48 hours. And I said, okay, great, wonderful. And, and I was not. As a matter of fact, it went so horribly wrong. I was, I really thought I was fixing to die. My friends thought I was fixing to die. And it, it was I'd go to the emergency room. They're like, clearly, you're doubled over in pain. It's crazy, but we can't find what's wrong. So we're just going to dope you up with a whole bunch of painkillers. Yeah. I don't want a whole bunch of painkillers. I want to be well. <laughs> so anyway, this went on. This was when that happened. You tell me about, you know, what happening. You didn't really tell me exactly what was going on, but I remember you going well, this, through this. This is when my spirit guides told me to start researching the seal. At the same time, I had a friend of mine that I really can't go into detail, but they have access to ancient sacred texts. Okay. And and this friend of mine shared with me one on the seals of Solomon. So I knew I was supposed to do something with it. And the class I teach really started out as me just taking notes. And one thing I found out, this this was a powerful piece of the puzzle, okay? What's online is nowhere near what the truth is. There's I can't believe one, that. There's one particular seal that on several respectable websites where that are concerning Solomon's seal that talk about this one particular seal of Saturn and say, oh, it'll grant your wishes, it'll bring you good luck, and, you know, all this good woo-woo stuff, but the actual meaning of the seal is ruin, death, and destruction. Oh, wow. Right, and they're selling it as something to bring you good luck. So they're like, your power doing that? Well, that's straight-up disinformation. Now, as I was writing this book on the seals of Solomon, now, mind you, I'm getting better. I had taken the seal that I use on the March, Mars ritual, and I just taped it on me. Okay. okay I, just, I just taped it on me. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not know how else, what else to do. I just printed it out on my computer, did what I needed to do to charge it, and then taped it on me. And... I started getting better, actually, when I did that. So I'm working on this book, and I'm on my computer. I haven't talked. I have not talked to anyone except for the person with the library who had shared the book with me. And, Um, you know, I had not talked to anyone about what I was doing or what I was working on. And I got a phone call from one of my friends that he's in the intelligence field. And he said, so... You're working on the seals of Solomon, huh? <laughs> oh wow! What is this real time on my computer? You know. <laughs> yeah. What are y'all doing? And uh, 
you know, and of course it's of course. And so he proceeds to tell me that you know, we got to talking about it, and he tells me that the seals are very real. That I think he said, I forget the number he gave me, but it was a, a startlingly high number of people, governments in the UN that still use the seals today. And that the information is sacred and it is hard to come across and it is hard to learn how to, well, I say hard, it's hard, not difficult, not impossible to learn how to charge the seals and make them real energetic light talismans. And, mm-hmm. you know, because some of the seals are used for war because back in Solomon's day, war was, a, you know, just like it is now, a very prevalent thing. And when you're dealing with the seals of Mars, you're dealing with more of your own internal conflicts, you know, you being your own worst enemy. And so the seals of Mars help turn it around so that you're not your own worst enemy. But the seals of Saturn, I'm going to tell everybody who listens to this, just know the seals of Saturn are nothing to play with. This is for war with other people. These websites out there that have seals of Saturn being all this, you know, brings you good luck, it's a lie. It does not. The seals of Saturn are all about war and war with your enemy. And there are some of them that, you know, in the book, when I teach it, I just tell people, here's the seal, recognize it, be able to see it and know what it is. So if it's ever used against you, you know. However, I advise people to never use certain seals, ever, by any means. Don't do it. You're not ready for the backlash that this will create. I believe that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have to teach the class with a grain of salt, and, and I've told myself if I ever feel like there's someone in the class that doesn't need this knowledge, I just won't take their money and they can have a good day. <laughs> what? That's no, yeah. But these look at it. I'm, you know, yeah. But these meditations that I'm creating, meditations and baths, take certain seals that are meant for healing, so that people can start to use them and understand them. And you know, there's a lot of alchemy in this. You know, writing these little meditations and baths. It, it it took a minute. And then gathering all the little parts and pieces to be able to make kits, it took a minute. You know, thank God for the Internet. <laughs> I believe you. I, just, I feel like you've got, I mean, you're so studied in all of this. I mean, I, I know you're continually learning, but I was telling John, well, I couldn't hear on the, when I called on my phone, but I was like, I'm always so interested in what Kimberly has to say, and it's always, you know, helps, you know, me and I'm sure Sean in some way, and, you know, beyond us being friends, you know, I mean, I just, I'm always, I feel like blessed by our conversations. Oh, I hold a lot of energy, I hold a lot of information, and I hold a lot of light. I have devoted a lot of time and a lot of resources to educating myself. 
I really feel like educating myself in spiritual matters is the most important thing I can do with my life. Be able to educate myself mm-hmm. and not only have the book knowledge, but to put it into action. You know, to bring it forth and hold my energy and hold my love and hold my light and let that be stronger than any evil I come across. Yes. At all times. To never feel weak, to never feel like I'm alone. I mean, I'm still learning and I'm, you know, it's going to, I'm a work in progress. You know, and there have been times here lately that, you know, I've let that go and let the anger get to me more so than anything else and I've had to make some adjustments with that and, you know, I'm doing better. Well, I've got one really strong piece of advice for you. Okay, this has been my new little catchphrase, but it's really powerful and for you I think it'll be powerful. Leave the past in the past and leave the future in the past. Stay in the now. Because right now, everything's perfect. And as far as being a work in progress, we're all works in progress. That was very Siddhartha. (laughs) And very true. I said that was very Siddhartha and very true. We are all works in progress. And the fact that you are spending your time and your resources to start educating yourself says a lot for you. Well, thank you. Oh, I spread a ghoulie on every day. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to have to buy a bunch of this. Yep. Well, that's why I make refill bottles. (laughs) Do what? That's why I make refill bottles. Uh, Yeah, well, we'll probably be ordering one soon, but. I spray it every day, and we spray it around the house, and, you know, well, sorry. Um, I um, I had a friend, actually, her mother-in-law was over, and it was just, she was so stressed out, and she had asked us to come visit, and I brought it with me. Did spray this. Right. <laughs> Seems to help. You know, it helps over here. I, I, I mean, I always feel better after we spray it. I feel like it broke. Some of the tension, most definitely, in any malice or negativity that was in the air for a while, and it gave everybody a little break. Right. Well, it does. It's, it's kind of like off. You know, it's not exorcism in a bottle. It's not that. What it is is like off. It changes your vibration so that you're not a magnet for the negative energy. You know, they don't like the way it smells. They don't like the way it feels. They don't like the way it feels when it's in your aura. They don't like the way it feels when it's in the room. But however, uh, a lot of my paranormal researchers who use it have told me what it does do is it pulls in the good energies, you know, the good spirits. They're attracted to it. But the lower frequency spirits, they run away from it. They've got uh, one EVP, and it's on my website. Well, there's two, and it's they're hilarious. I mean, just hilarious. They're, uh, 
spraying the Gouldy Gone around in this team. When they go in and they spray it, they tell them, hey, you know, we're spraying Gouldy Gone, blah, blah, blah. So they're spraying the, the Gouldy Gone, and, and he's talking to the entities, and I guess they've got some sort of obelisk because they're getting real-time communication. And so he says, can you tell what I sprayed? And the uh, spirit on the other side says, Gulby, Gulby gone. <laughs> <laughs> and so then there was another investigation they're on, and the spirit in the house did not like the new homeowners. So the new homeowners called in this team to see if they could, you know, negotiate a peace treaty. And so the team's in there, and they're talking to the spirit, and they're asking it what can be done to improve the relations between the homeowners and the spirit. And the spirit replies, more, we'll be gone. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, the thing is, it it works on people, too. You know, people that are, you know, kind of crunked up, they can't stand it when you spray it. They either get nice or they leave. And either way, I'm fine. Just either way. Yeah. Well, I, I I really like I like the smell of it, and I just I think it just makes the energy. Well, I know it makes the energy a lot better. Things stay calmer. Right. Mhm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So it sounds like everything's working. Can you hear me just fine? Yeah. All right. Good, good. Well, the dust is off and the the peace mess is going to return. And do what? And peace mess, the show. I did this show for a number of years. Uh People have asked me to bring it back, to come back, to do it again. And I'm still getting up to 500 downloads a week, and it's been five years since I've done a show. That's awesome. And so I'm going to go back and listen to them because I, I registered with the talk show. Um, I just I don't know why it wasn't letting me in. Well, you're in now, and there's plenty of them for you to listen to. I've got some yeah, more things. Yeah, I'm phone, but I can use his phone too. <laughs> right. I've got some really cool ones, and I've grown so much in the last five years. I go back and listen to some of them, and I just, I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> I had so much growing up to do. <laughs> and I'm sure that five years from now, I'll listen to some of these and go, oh, wow, I had so much growing up to do. <laughs> We're all but works in progress. That's what That's it is. You're pretty wise. So I'm Here. going to go ahead and and bring you down and kind of wrap up the call. And uh, I want to thank you for calling in, and I will see you soon. Okay. All that right. Sounds good. All righty. All right, honey. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye, Kimberly. Bye, Sean. <laughs> So one thing, you know, whenever I say goodbye to somebody, I always say, I love you. I always do that. I love you. It started because 
I thought, you never know when that's going to be the last time you talk to that person. You just never know. And so I always end it with, I love you. Powerful. And I think we could all love each other a little bit more. It would be a a beautiful thing if we did. Earlier in the call, I was talking about that uh, weird little guy that talked about the Stargate program. Now, I haven't found him yet. I do need to Google it up and find it and post a link somewhere. But he said that in his videos that the government is participating in the Stargate program. We do pop on over to other planets all the time. That this program is very real. And he also insinuated that one of the reasons that we're at war with the Middle East is because they have a Stargate and everybody's looking for it. (laughs) Everybody wants that Stargate. Interesting. Very interesting. The possibilities that are out there. CIA and their Stargate intelligence program. Yes. Glad to see it. Glad to see that truth is finally coming to light with these uncovered documents and quite possibly we'll get more information and people can start getting more truth. Because I think people are ready for truth now. I think that we can go ahead and start opening the gates and letting the truth go ahead and start flooding it. We can tell people that, yes, we're not alone. (laughs) Yes, there are aliens. Some of them are good. Some of them are not so good. And, yeah, we made some contracts with some of them. Some of them good. Some of them not so good. When we can move forward and not be concerned about how we can kill one another and start learning how to heal one another, I think that this world would be a better much better place and I'm so happy that the world is moving in that direction and it seems to be moving in that direction rapidly and that's a beautiful thing. Oh, something else that's changed in the last five years since I've been on, it's now Reverend Ridgeway. Yes, I have been ordained in the Church of Divine Intervention. That ordination process was not let me fill out a form online and get something off the internet. No, 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 no. No, you had to go for several weeks of intensive training to learn that the impossible is not. You know, one of the things we had to do was walk on fire. Another thing we had to do was take an arrow to our throat, you know, wooden, you know, like a bow and arrow arrow and put one end against the wall and the other end against your throat and walk until the arrow snapped or stabbed you. Yeah. And uh, a few other things that kind of crazy, but you realize that this world is not as solid and as physical as you think it is, and the impossible just is not. We also learned a healing technique that it's said to be the loudest, most specific prayer that can be said. It was intensive working on people with this technique. 
you hold a certain vibration, you hold a certain frequency when you do this. And we had people that were coming for healing sessions that were stricken with all sorts of disease. I mean, just all sorts of maladies. And they had the massage tables on tarps because they said that when you do this and you hold people in this frequency, that disease literally falls out of the body. Falls out. So this was my student training. And what I noticed was people that had spent about six hours on the tables. And, of course, you have three or four students working on you at any given time. So it's different if you just have one person working on you. And the person I was working on, I've got my hands on him, I'm in the prayer, and he had lymphatic cancer. All of a sudden, this was about probably hour six or seven on the table over a three-day period. All of a sudden, I hear what sounds like a bag of rice opening and falling on the tarp. I had to look. I had to break the prayer. I had to look because it was just so shocking. And all this, these granules just fell out of his body and manifested on the tarp. Now, during the ordination process, we were taught how that actually happened and what's going on, bringing somebody into another dimension so that they can receive their healing. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. So I am now ordained into the Church of Divine Intervention. Uh, it's all about healing. It's all about love. It's all about clearing your bullshit and, and getting to your real self. Finding out who you are at your core. Because one of the number one things to do is know thyself. I think that's a good place to end. Let me see if I can remember how I used to end all my calls. What was it? Y'all go out into the world. Y'all do good with each other. Y'all love one another and have faith that everything is going to be amazing. Peace, y'all. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.